Rock, the musical, lands in Newcastle July 18th. Get ready to stick it to the man with the ultimate musical thrill ride based on the legendary film and with a rockin' new score from Andrew Lloyd Webber. School of Rock, the musical. Book now. Live at the Civic Theatre, Newcastle, 18th and the 20th of July. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. His presence is my medicine. My surrender is my gift. My vulnerability opens his heart. His heart creates my safety. Tonight, we'll be delving into just that ethos, talking about the art of shibari or Japanese rope tying, how it can really level up your sexual experience with a combination of trust and surrender. Holly is a shibari practitioner who is passionate about sharing what she calls a beautiful art form with others so that they can experience the next level in their sexual practices. She's going to be diving into its history, its boundaries, its release, and how you can learn how to do it. That's all coming up tonight on After Dark. I'm Louise Wilkinson. Thanks so much for your company. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Here on After Dark, we pride ourselves on bringing you new and exciting things to explore to make your sex life sizzle. And tonight is absolutely no exception. Tonight, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome to After Dark for the first time, Holly, who has a range of businesses in the pleasure sector. Holly, welcome to After Dark. Hi there. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. No problem at all. Now, I just wanted to, before we reveal exactly what we're going to be talking about tonight, I just wanted to get into uh, what you do and how you became uh, to put like in this space. How did you come to be in this space? Sure. Um, so yeah, I've been running some businesses in this area for a, a just over a year, I guess. Yeah. Um, but have been obviously in this area for a little bit longer. So um, I have a couple of different uh, ventures, I guess you call or adventures. Yeah. Um, one is in um, workshop sort of spaces. So learning, teaching people about things related to sexuality or pleasure or just finding confidence in themselves a lot of the time. Um, and that one's called Experience Aphrodisia. And um, I use that business as a, a way of, I guess, bringing um, skills and things out to the community. And then we have another business uh, which is called um, Labyrinth, and that's where we have uh, host play parties that are related to kink and BDSM. So people go and learn all of these fun new skills and then they want to try them out. So we get to do that in a wonderful venue in town that's fully kitted out with lots of really cool equipment, um, crosses, 
really cool four-poster beds with all sorts of attachments um, and lots of performances and all sorts of things. And then I also have a final business, which is where, you know, people want to want to set up their own little, I guess, treasure chest full of things. And I uh, also run a, a something called the Newcastle King Bazaar, where we uh, have makers and creators from around Newcastle, New South Wales, ACT, some from up in Queensland. And they're all small businesses that make and create their own um, tink-related equipment or clothing or anything in that sort of space there. So it's a really good chance for local small businesses to come along and, and show what they can do. It's really, really a fun time, I guess. Absolutely. I mean, look, yeah. uh, as you're talking here, I can I can pretty much guarantee this is not going to be uh, your first and last radio on After Dark <laughs> because there's so much that we could dive into. Uh, but what I'm interested uh, to know is how you actually got into this space and then mm. decided to make a business from it. Yeah. So I guess um, it's a common story that comes about for a lot of people. You you sort of, you, you end a relationship and you sort of go, look, there was things in there that weren't working. And I want to make sure that whatever I go in the future, it's something that I get a lot of pleasure from and I get a lot of enjoyment from. And let's design a life that looks like me, that I'm mm. really excited about. And when I wake up in the morning, I can't wait to have it. And Preach. it sort of just led me <laughs> on so many different adventures, right? Yep. Um, and I found this little rabbit, rabbit hole. I think it was on a Facebook group or something and someone mentioned Fet Life, and I went, oh, I have no idea what that is. And so I just Googled it, as you do, and dropped down this huge rabbit hole of all things kinky and fun. And I just uh, loved it and decided to stay and play. So, yeah, it's been such a great adventure. It's been a, a number of years now, probably four or five. Yep. And, uh, yeah, since then I've sort of just been uh, building skills and making all of these connections. And over the years everyone's sort of gone, oh, we need, you know, we need to learn these things or we need space for these things or I'd really like to hit, have a party or whatever. And I thought, well, one of the things um, people describe about me, they think I have like a, you know, an events kink. Um, so <laughs> I love. I have one of those. Bringing, it's annoying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I love bringing, um, you know, experiences to a lot of people and, and I get a lot of enjoyment from seeing their enjoyment. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've created a, this little, um, you know, group of, of businesses that all sort of complement each other and means that everyone can go and have some amazing fun times and I get to feel good about providing that. That's amazing because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, often, you know, <laughs> events – for those of you who are uninitiated, is not for the faint-hearted, and mm. uh, there is a million things that go in behind the scenes. So I really take my hat off to mm. you for, you know, wanting to provide these experiences and and follow through on it because it's um it certainly is a whole different skill set that you that you need to pull off and an mm. exceptional event. It's a yeah. There's a lot of muscles involved in that. And um, I'm just really lucky. I've got so many people in the community who also support us. And we, we obviously do a lot of big collaborations and things as well. It's really about making sure that everyone in the community and everyone sort of has space to, to work together and to bring these things because it means everyone gets to have a good time. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, Holly, we should probably yeah. let everybody in on the secret about what we're talking about tonight. And it could be, if sure. you listen to this intro, a whole 
whole plethora of things, but we have picked one for tonight. We are going to dive down the rabbit hole of shibari, are we not? We are, and it is it is a definitely a growing love of mine, the shibari space. I really um, have sort of found a, a really nice little spot in that, and I, I oh, it just brings so much joy. Okay. So, yeah, super excited to be talking about it. Excellent. Well, if you are wondering what shibari is, you are probably not alone, and Holly and I are going to break it down for you very shortly on After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Tonight I'm joined by Holly, who has a whole range of businesses in the kink, BDSM and pleasure arena. But tonight we are specifically talking about shibari. Now, if you have never heard of that term before, we're about to enlighten you. Holly, for the uninitiated... What is shibari? Well, shibari, um, it's a Japanese word and it comes from a Japanese tradition. Um, But the the word shibari itself just means to tie. Um, Mm. But when we're talking about it in this particular context, we're talking about the art of tying people. Um, and we're talking about using rope as a way of establishing a really um, strong connection between themselves, between people. So there's a rigger who's the person who is doing the tying Mm -hmm. and a bunny, a a rope bunny, um, who is the person who's being tied. And it's about bringing people together through that experience. So it's, uh, yeah, got a really long history. There's um, lots and lots um, of really amazing riggers in Australia and, and beyond um, and there are lots of different styles and traditions um, and different, I guess, schools of thought as well around it as well. Um, but overall, uh, yeah, it's it's about bringing, um, you know, doing some things with rope. Yeah, okay. Now, but when we, when we sort of talk about it, I mean, I guess anybody can, you know, whip out a rope and, and tie it around the bed head, but that's not what we're talking about here. Is that's it? not it. No, yeah. no. So it's very much, um, there is a, a series of different styles that go with it, but it comes down to some basic things about um, there's, there's, the, the, there's the pleasure of it. It's about creating experiences and sensations with it. And then there's also the form of it. And it's really, really artistic and beautiful to watch, especially when it's done well. Um, And so, yeah, while some people, they like to maybe do a little bit of bondage where they might tie someone to it, what you're getting from rope is a little bit different. You're getting a way of connecting to each other and building intimacy and, you know, uh, I guess stoking the fires for any other sort of activity that comes on later. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so it's... it's, uh, Originally, uh, shibari actually started, uh, there's some history of it that's sort of related to hojo-jitsu, which was a, a Japanese style of, um, it, it was related to Japanese police in the 1400s. It was a way of quick tying and, and pulling people in. And there was a whole history around it that the more um, higher a person's standing was in the community, the more elaborate the knots and the ties around that person as they were being arrested were. And so they, of course, it's the, the Japanese and then they, they are quite good at making, you know, diving deep into things. And out of it has emerged this whole, I guess, discipline and art of, of shibari. So 
Yeah, for a lot of people, there's a lot of aesthetic that comes with it. Mm. Um, and then there's also a lot of the the sensation and the pleasure that comes from it too. Yeah. And what I've sort of mm. learned in, in my time doing this show is that um, people sort of think about, um, you know, BDSM or, or um, you know, any sort of uh, restraint or anything like that as an absence taking away somebody's power. But what I have actually learnt do, doing this is that it is actually an act of, of intimacy and connection and mm-hmm. that that um, transfer of, of trust between the two. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. This is this is it sort of like in an art form. I mean, I have sort of looked at some of the knots. I, I was interested about what you said about how, um, you know, depending on the person standing, how elaborate the knots were. The, mm. the knots that I have seen um, with um, Shibari is like it's it's very intricate. Like it's it's actually Absolutely, it's, yeah. it's not something you can learn in five minutes. There's actually an art to it. Yeah, absolutely. And there are masters in it um, who have been studying, you know, there's people who have been studying this for, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years and are still learning and still growing through this. But, you know, for, for people who are just sort of starting out, that can sound really daunting, but really it it is, as you said, it's about that connection. And so while some people really do like to, to make this almost like a life journey, you can also just have the, these you know, start off and, and grow as far as you want or need to. Um, and so there, there's sort of some really basic moves that that you start with, that we yep. always start with what's called a single column or a double column sort of tie. And people can pick that up in, in a couple of sessions. Um, and then from there, you can, you can go in so many different directions. You can go down the completely... I want to become an expert in this and, and create these most beautiful imaginative sort of things. Or you can do things like um, self-tying where you can create experiences just for you. Um, you know, there's lots and lots of different ways that Shibari can be used. But, yeah, as you said, it's very much about the connection and the uh, the, the power exchange that, that comes with that. Like it, it's actually really freeing. I actually sit all very much on the bunny side of things. Mm. I love being tied and the feeling that you get from it. It's just indescribable. It's, it's just this sense of complete release um, and relaxation as well. And ultimately trust in, mm. in your partner. So yeah. yeah. And what's really funny is, I mean, you strike me as I'm, I'm having a bit of a smile to myself here um, without giving <laughs> too much away, but yeah. you know, you, you seem to be um, a person who, um, you know, does need to stand in their alpha in their day-to-day life. So, you know, you're, That's you're it. a boss lady, yeah. you're, you know, doing things, you're organizing, in charge, things, you're getting running it done. A business, doing all the things, yeah, yeah running and, the house. Yeah. And then when it comes to, to Shibari or BDSM, I love being able to trust, to hand that over to someone else. Um, and yeah, it, I find it really, really freeing. It's yeah. a fantastic experience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can get mm-hmm. that. And um, so I can sort of see, um, you know, how that could be um, really appealing and freeing um, to somebody who um, is always organizing everybody else just to go, oh, I don't have to think mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'll just surrender to this. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, look, Holly, when we come back, we'll talk about, um, you know, some of the, the benefits of, of Shibari yes. and if people wanted to get involved, how they might do that. We'll be back with Holly very shortly on After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. 
Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. We're back with the amazing Holly and tonight we are talking about Shibari. Now we have dived into its origins, uh, the beauty of it, the art of it. But I guess, Holly, my question for you is, when people first approach you or somebody who is able to enlighten them about Shibari, what is in it for them? And I'm talking both sides, so a submissive and a dominant, like a, a bunny and a rigger. What would be in it for them um, as a sexual experience? Because we know it's beautiful. We know it's it's artful. We know that there's, you know, a, it's steeped in history. Um, and we can certainly see, um, you know, the, the artistry in it. But from a sexual perspective and from a sensual perspective, what do people get out of it? Well, it's, um, it's one of those experiences. So uh, rope is one of those things a lot of people come into with a lot of interest. They've seen something beautiful. Um, they might've seen, I don't know, some lingerie or something in a movie, or I think even at the, the AFL awards, they had some of the, the boys tied up in some shibari at one of their last events, which was pretty funny. Um, but I guess what people get out of it is that, it is such a sensual thing, right? It is on your body. Um, you're being wrapped in something. Um, the, the connection that comes between people is amazing from the top side of things. Um, you get to create, you know, an art form within your partner as well. And it's that, that idea of control, right? You Mm. can, you get to put them in positions that you want. You get to see them all wrapped up and it can be incredibly erotic. Like we are very visual creatures and we're creating ourselves into pieces of art. Um, and using all of these beautiful ropes, there's lots of different types of ropes as well. So there's different sensations that come with all of the different ropes. You might want something that's, you know, really soft and silky and smooth. You might want something that's really heavy. You might want something that's a little bit prickly or a bit more, um, you know, painful, but that you can create so many different sensations and every time you play with it, you get something different out of it as well. I've never had a single rope scene that feels exactly the same as the other one. Mm. Um, you can have scenes that are really serious and you can have scenes that are really silly and fun as well. Mm. So yeah, it, it, it's so versatile and it's also, you know, in terms of, you know, kinks and that sort of thing, it's not an overly expensive one either. You know, the, you, you buy some, some ropes, it's a really nice set that you come together. You buy some safety shears cause there's always safety elements involved. But other than that, that's, that set's ready to go. And that will last you, you know, a good few years of, of every, you know, if you're using it every day. Um, yeah. So, you know, why it hasn't, even the initial costs at the start, not that high, um, it can last a long time and bring so many different experiences with it. Mm. Now you did touch there on safety. So mm-hmm. what would what would you recommend that the parameters are uh, if there was a couple who wanted to start this type of play? You mentioned the shears. Um, that's yeah. in case you can't get your knots undone. Um, but exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what? Don't want to get too stuck. No, definitely not. But what are the the safety things? I guess from an emotional and um, and a and a physical perspective that you would recommend that couples put on the table because with what I find amazing about BDSM and um, and any sort of kink is the amount of communication that you have to have to be able to trust in the other person. Um, you know, monogamous vanilla relationships could learn a lot from. 
Oh, absolutely. The the amount of communication and negotiation that goes into things. Um, I have a long-term partner um, who I do rope with, and every time we play, we go through a similar sort of negotiation. How we like check-in, what what are we feeling today? Have we um, eaten and drunk anything today? You know, how are we, you know, how's our body feel? Do we have any injuries or anything like that? Um, you know, but also just, you know, it, it gives us a chance to reconnect and get that sort of stuff out of the way, mm. really check in with each other's head spaces. Uh, but then like in terms of physical safety, the, the biggest thing to be aware of with rope is, um, nerves because you're placing a lot of pressure on your body. And so going, um, along into rope workshops or into classes or anything where you can learn about safe places to place ropes is always really helpful. Um, there are certain areas in the body which are like no-go zones because there is a risk of nerve damage if you, you sort of squeeze in those areas. Yep. But, you know, there's there's lots of safe ways to play with it as well. And I so I guess one of the big recommendations would be to talk to people and learn from people who know what they're doing. Mm. Um, that's sort of the biggest thing there. Like a lot of people, they get a little bit, sometimes a little bit funny about that, you know, asking people, hey, I'd like to go and tie my you know, my partner up and, and have sex with them. Uh, how should I do that? But a lot of the rope um, people or even just people in the community or that, you know, they they love having these conversations and sharing this knowledge and making sure that people are having a great time. So yeah. it's, yeah, one of those things that you don't need to be a little bit squeamish about. Excellent. Yeah, I really love that. Now, I'm very excited to announce that if you have been listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, hmm, that's something I really want to explore. And like Holly has said, it is important that you know what you're doing. So you have an opportunity for just that, don't you? We absolutely do. We're going to actually be running some workshops um, very soon with Flirt, which is going to be fantastic. So we have some workshops coming up on the 1st and 2nd uh, of December. So not too long away, yep. uh, not too far away now. And uh, yeah, we'll be running them at Hamilton and Woi Woi. So it's going to be very much a, just a, an introduction, like, you know, what is it? What's your, what sort of ropes are out there? How do you get into it? We'll show you through some basic things like how to do the very first ties, like single and double columns. And we'll also show you about, um, you know, some self-tying things like what does a harness look like or, or that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's going to be really interactive, really fun. It gives a good chance for people to, to pick up the basics and, and learn some of those early safety things. And, you know, if you you find that you, you fall in love with it and fall down the rabbit hole, you never know where it's going to take you. But, uh, yeah. I think it's going to be some wonderful, fun times coming up. Amazing. And the, the staff at Flirt are very committed to, um, you know, ed, as well as having all of the toys that you could ever imagine and, you know, get in there for Christmas. I mean, it's the gift that keeps on giving. But um, <laughs> but the education, um, the the things that they bring uh, to their, their customers is amazing. So I'm so excited that you are teaming up with Flirt to run these workshops. They are, tickets are available on the Flirt website, I believe. They are, yes, that's right. So they're currently selling rather well. So I would probably get in there quickly if you are looking at getting a spot because um, there obviously is limited places. We can't have, you know, hundreds of people in the shops. But, yep. you know, there are the two workshops coming up and, yeah, lots. we're so excited to be able to deliver them. And Flirt are fantastic. There's always 
an amazing range of products there and we love talking and working with the girls in there as well because yeah they're, they're just as excited and dedicated about this stuff as we are certainly are holly thank you so much uh for your maiden voyage on after dark and sure we will have many more robust discussions to come i really thank you for diving into the world of shibari and we hope we've inspired you to spice up your sex life just a little bit you're listening to after dark on newcastle live radio sometimes cheeky always fun it's after dark with louise wilkinson brought to you by flirt adult store hamilton Well, we hope that you have enjoyed this exploration of shibari or Japanese rope tying and we've given you the avenue to learn about it yourself with the upcoming Flirt Adult Store in-house tutorial with the amazing Holly. If you want to know more, you can head to flirt.com.au and book your spot to level up your sexual game. I'm Louise Wilkinson. This has been another fascinating instalment of After Dark. Thank you for your company and I'll see you same bat time, same bat channel next week. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 6pm every Tuesday night. Only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.